Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hey, designers, welcome to the Holistic Interior Design Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Today, I am sharing seven steps that you can do right now to start your interior design journey, get on your path. This is the question I get the most from people that are wanting to jump into the interior design field. What can I do to get started? How do I get started? What are some tips to entering this design world? Well, I'm going to give you seven that you can do today. And before we do that, I am going to go ahead and light our candle and um, pull a card. So lighting a candle, setting intention for connection and sharing of wisdom. Um, I like to just be really intentional about the spaces I create, creating a beautiful container for all of us to learn um, and be inspired in. And then the deck that I am pulling from is an Oracle deck. It's your wise animal body. This is a deck connecting to our nervous system, and it's created by Devaney Amber Wolf, um, who also created Serpent Fire and many other decks. I love her work. And um, so I thought we would connect with our bodies today and our nervous system to see what we might need to pay attention to. So I'm gonna go ahead and just pull a card and see what we've got. And we have a 10. And below that, it said unify. And I'm gonna pull this out of her um, guidebook. She has a beautiful guidebook here. So let's just see what insight she has in here. This is connected to the seventh chakra. This is our crown chakra. And it's located at the top of our head. And it usually is symbolized by a thousand petaled lotus flower, which represents the unfolding of infinite consciousness. Uh, when aligned, this chakra helps us feel unified with our environment other people and the world at large. It connects us to whatever our notion of God happens to be, be it religious, spiritual, or any iteration, a combination of the two, whatever, however that feels to you. When we feel less separate, we feel more oneness, and we may feel gifted with the foresight of knowing. Um, when it's misaligned, we may err on the side of cynicism. We may be embroiled in doubt 
uh, about her sense of connection with the universe and her place in it. And she also has a couple of questions that you can do to kind of connect with um, this notion of a tent. And one of the questions that she has here is how does your spiritual self or lack thereof make you feel about your bond with the world? I also like to think of this crown chakra as an opening to connect to our higher self um, for insight and wisdom. So whatever that looks like to you, um, I encourage you to connect um, with your higher self, the notion of the universe, whatever that looks like um, to feel uh, grounded in your body. Alrighty, so to start, we all know that the interior design field is extremely competitive and can seem very hard to get into, but there are ways to enter and there's things that you can do right now that don't cost anything. I'm gonna start with the low hanging fruit, the most easiest thing that you can do to connect into the world of interior design. So the first thing on my list is creating an Instagram presence. So whether or not you have your own personal Instagram or you made an Instagram account, for interior design, I recommend doing something. So if you have your own and you've got a pretty good following, um, I recommend starting to share some interior design uh, insights there. Or if you like to have your personal Instagram account and then wanna create a brand new one for interior design, go ahead and do that. If you don't have an interior design business at the moment, that's okay. Um, you can name it whatever you know you like or want or have an inspiration for. And then on that account, I would share lines or vendors that you love. You know, if there's a lighting company that you especially adore, share the lighting pieces that you love. Share textiles that you're really into right now. Share trends that you're enjoying or trends you're not enjoying. Share rooms from other designers. Don't forget to give them credit of their work and why you like what's going on. Um, share your own personal style by creating mood boards. You can do that on Canva share it then on Instagram. There's a million different things that you can share on Instagram in the interior design realm that doesn't have to be a portfolio piece. So that's super, super easy to do and you can start one right now. Number two on my list is something that you're doing right now and that is listening to interior design business podcasts. I highly recommend listening to interior design business podcasts over watching like HDTV. I feel like the podcasts really take you in behind the scenes of what it's like to be a designer working in the field of design, working in that business space. The stuff that's on TV a lot of times is just not always truthful. It makes things seem like they are a lot faster, um, that you've got a whole team. They're just not realistic. So I recommend business podcasts. And I'm gonna give you some other interior design business podcasts that I personally enjoy. There's no particular order as to these podcasts that I listen to or, or like to tap into them. Um, and one of them is The Well-Designed Business, uh, The Interior Collective, Business of Home, Hot Young Designers Club, Designed by Wingnut Social, and Design Business Survival Guide. Everybody has their own take on interior design, the business of interior design. It's just wonderful to hear how other people are doing it, what other insights are. Um, it's just a nice, well-rounded group of podcasts that you can binge on to get deeper into the interior design world. So you can really feel like you're not alone, know that you're doing things um, differently. It doesn't have to be like anyone else and there's no one right way to get into interior design. So this is gonna give you great insight. They feature other designers that did go to school. They feature designers that didn't go to school. 
Um, so you've kind of got a whole bunch of different experience to, to lean on and then just a lot of really cool insight from what other people are doing. And of course, our podcast, the Holistic Interior Design Podcast. Um, but no, there's so many interior design podcasts, uh, business podcasts out there that I'm sure you will connect with. Um, and I welcome all podcasts. You know, I'm a, a collaborator. I love sharing other insight and other wisdom. So no competition there. Um, the next one on our list, which is number three, this is about getting involved in the interior design community. So you can join communities like ASID. You do not have to be a member of ASID to go to their events. You can just purchase a, a one-off ticket, get in there, meet other designers, meet other young designers, meet other people in the industry, go to the showroom tours. I'm there. If you're here in San Diego, you're welcome to hang out with me. And also we have the Design Coven, which is a free community of interior designers that connects virtually. So you don't have to be in San Diego to join the Design Coven. Highly recommend joining our group. It's a wonderful community where we like to connect and share insight. And of course, you have connection to me in there as well. And um, for me, like joining these communities has been huge. It has really helped my career. It's how I make my connections. It's how I stay in touch with other people and in the know. I've been with ASID since 2003. I'm on the board this year, and that has opened up so many opportunities for me, um, just the connections that I've created and made. So highly recommend getting into some sort of a community of interior designers. And you don't have to have a degree to do that. You don't have to be in school to do that. You don't have to have any experience to do that. Just get out there and start connecting. Um, with other people that are currently in the business. You will learn so much and you'll be seen. Uh, number four is to volunteer for design-related causes. So this is a wonderful way to get some experience, to so just try it out. Um, I recommend Humble. I know that we have a Humble facility here in San Diego and they have volunteer opportunities where you can um, being in the way of uh, serving others in the community. You have a, you get a little taste of interior design, you're helping people out, you're connecting with peers. It's just a wonderful opportunity to dive into the interior design field. Uh, number five is enrolling in community college. So this step is one that you do have to have a little bit of a commitment. And I say community college because I feel like it's a beautiful gateway especially if you've already got a degree in interior design, this is a second career move, or if you just want to explore interior design without having a huge commitment. So definitely, you know, check out your community college, see what classes they have to offer. I recommend interior design 101, a color theory class, a textile class, understanding fabrics and fibers and, and the ins and outs of textiles and fabric is, insanely powerful in the way of knowledge um, to have that insight it's great um, a professional practice class where they teach you about the business of interior design uh, there's materials and resources understanding what materials are out there available for you resources as well and then number uh, six is exploring design software so this is where you might want to take a class um, learning SketchUp, learning AutoCAD, learning Revit, any of those is going to be a powerful tool for you in the design world. 
There's also online classes that you can take. And if you know of any that you highly recommend, please let me know. I definitely want to team up with a SketchUp uh, school or somebody that is teaching this to new and aspiring interior designers because I've got a lot of you in our community that's looking for this. So if you have somebody, let me know. But this is also huge because once you have the skill, you can also assist other interior designers. You can offer your services um, and get to know other designers, learn how they work by working for them. So it's a great, great, great opportunity. And then I do want to jump back because um, I just remembered that with ASID, uh, if you are in San Diego and you have some skills like SketchUp, Revit, or even if you want to be uh, an assistant, a virtual assistant or an assistant to an interior designer, ASID San Diego chapter meeting, which happens on January 17th, we're doing what's called Designer CoLab. And it's where um, designers get to be in front of other designers offering their services. Now it is only available to ASID members. So I would sign up to be a member of ASID and then um, you can offer your services as an interior designer serving another interior designer. So I will be there sharing my services for mentorship, feng shui um, consultations, and space clearings um, so that other interior designers can offer feng shui space clearings to their clients and just broaden their their skill set and bring me in as a consultant to assist them and then also just the mentorship program um, or consultation fees that i do i do hourly consultations so if you're starting out you're getting into a kitchen remodel this is your first one and you want a second set of eyes i'm available there um, for you so it's just another way that you can utilize, utilize your membership benefits with uh, programs like the ASID collab experience that we'll be having in January. And then my last recommendation or um, an action step to get into the InDesign world is to actually get a retail job at a showroom. And I just Googled, uh, actually I just went on to, I think it was West Elms website and it took me to the corporate site and I looked up a career like careers in San Diego and 36 positions popped up. Um, I know it's not always the most glamorous thing of having to work in a retail showroom but that's where I started and I can't tell you all the lessons that I learned from working retail with the public in the interior design field and I'm definitely going to create another episode just talking about those lessons that I learned working retail, what I learned, how it connected me to other designers. It's been huge. And like I said, I know it's not totally glamorous and you work on the weekends and you work in the evenings, but it's a huge experience opportunity to dive into interior design. And you can do it for just a year, you can do it for a few months, but what a wonderful way to experience this world. Um, and to have that side of it is um, it's just huge in building skills uh, for interior design. Alrighty. So in conclusion, I wanted to just go over again, the seven things that you can do right now. If you're an aspiring interior designer that wants to enter the interior design field, which we know is extremely competitive. Um, but the more you do these things, the more you show up, the more you get out there, the more experience you're going to create and the more confidence you're going to have to try the next thing. 
and you just keep building that confidence, taking step by step by step. So number one was creating an Instagram presence. So either using your current Instagram or creating a brand new Instagram to showcase your sense of style, your aesthetic, your personality. So you really want to build that. People love working with designers because of personality, their tastes and style, and they're somebody that they can relate to. Number two, listen and binge on interior design business podcasts like the Holistic Interior Design podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, you're already doing it. Number three is join an interior design community. You can join Design Coven for free um, online right now. It's just designcoven.com and join the community, get involved, share who you are, share where you are in the world, share where you are in your path. There are other designers in the community that are just like you that are wanting to connect with somebody else. Number four, volunteer for a charity that is connected with interior design. It's an instant way to get some experience. You'll be connected uh, in that space and you'll be doing something beautiful and um, wonderful for your community. Number five is enrolling yourself in a community college class. And it doesn't have to be community college. It could be just a course um, on interior design or like I said, color theory, textiles, getting some aspect of interior design under your belt, getting some education. It's always wonderful to learn from professionals to get some more insight. And I, I find that a lot of, or even like a feng shui class, I highly recommend doing that. Just do it. Just like get in a class. You're, you're going you're gonna to be excited. Um, the next one is learning some sort of design software. So enrolling in a class for AutoCAD, SketchUp, Revit, um, any of those. Photoshop would be fantastic too. So just start to get yourself, familiarize yourself with software. And then our last one is getting a retail job at a showroom. People are hiring all the time. I know people are like, oh, I can't get a job. You can definitely get a job. You don't have to have a design degree to work at West Elm. Um, it's a wonderful place to start. Got to start somewhere, start in a showroom, get that experience working with the public. Um, it's huge, 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 huge. Can't recommend it enough. Um, if you have any tips on how to jump into the interior design world, please share them with me, share them with us on Instagram. I'd love to share other people's experience and just other things that we can do to support each other. So that's our episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. hope this gave you some inspiration to at least do one of these steps to further advance yourself in your interior design journey. Until next time, happy designing and we will talk soon. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.